Hello and welcome everybody to another edition of the PHNX Sun Show. Brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that code PHNX when you sign up and you get, if you bet $1 on any NFL game, you're going to get $100 if either team scores. So you're going to get $100 is what we're telling you if you sign up for that DraftKings app using the code PHNX. I am your host, Greg Esposito. Ahoy hoy. Joined as always... By big time, it's Lindsay Smith. Lindsay, hey, how are you? Hey, I'm I just, good. I just started looking at you right away because I was like, oh, that's <laughs> how it always goes. And yeah, well, there's a hierarchy in I, here, Apparently, Saul. apparently. <laughs> and the general manager, it's Saul Bookman. Hi. That's your title. I, sure, vice president of content. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's much better than what you usually call me. <laughs> so I'll take it. Tip topic of the of the show. <laughs> I'm not going to let Saul subtle, continue. Subtle transition. Uh, by, the, by the way, the tip topic, just to double back on uh, on last week's James Bond. Oh, boy. No time to, to die. Number one in the U.S., number one in the world. Cool. So I believe we call this... T- uh, how, this many, how many... Uh, how suck much, it, how, how many millions? 60. 60? 60. That's awful. Not in the post-pandemic box office. I really? think it's the What's the average high- for post-pandemic? I think that's now. the second highest since since the box office has been reopened. What was the first? Highest? Yeah, what was the first one? Uh, I think Venom did, mm. which was which a was comic the week book before, book, which was a comic book movie. Wait, the second Two Venom weeks, came out already? Yes. How did I miss this? Well, well, I don't know how you missed it. There's like five thousand freaking trailers for it. I mean, I saw the trailers. I just didn't see when it came out. It came out. Okay, I think I it was watch two that. weeks ago. So, yes. No time to die. You were wrong. Shane, so, make the chats yeah. bigger. Make them bigger. Yeah. Make them bigger. Make them make wider. The chats they got bigger old eyes. Go they left. can't see. Love. Dragon, make it bigger. Okay. This is a... I, okay. L- listen. Oh, you don't understand. This is... Pre-production meetings is what we need to start <laughs> having. So, we're not giving Shane directions... On air, Shane Tiefenbach, the man behind the Mac, the mustache behind the Mac, by the way, producing oh, man. the he show. Did, I'm going to blow his today. mind after the show when I tell him how you can make the chats bigger. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares, Saul, <laughs> if we can see. No, not no, that. No, not on no. the show. Off screen, the things we <laughs> so can see. He can read that. So let's, let's show put- us all the nudes. Why don't you show us the comments? I'm not going. Anyways, let's get this thing back on the rails. The Suns played. I don't even know where Saul was going. Hey, yeah. there it is. Hey. I know, but that, it doesn't make the mics bigger. It does. Yes, it does. All right. Can we mute? Can we mute both of your mics and Lindsay and I will just have a discussion about the Suns? The Suns played a preseason game. Oh my last god! Night. Let's talk preseason. Let's talk preseason. Dude, can we just? Can I just say I'm exhausted? Like this weekend was jam packed with so much like in what? the world of sports. Oh, yeah, in sports. Uh, yeah. The least of which was the Suns preseason Right, game. by the yeah. time what? the Suns tipped off last night, I was like, dude, I'm pooped. Which which like, I actually asked somebody before the game, so where can I find an illegal stream? They went, it's on ESPN. And yeah. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long of a weekend it was in sports. Oh, so many hot fun. takes in that game, too. I can't wait to get into and, it. And the Suns-Lakers yes. preseason game. Yes. What, what's your hot... Here, just go for it. What was your hot take? Are we getting Sun- into this right now? Like, yeah. what, what we're talking well, about, we're the gonna, most we're overreactions? Do, we're doing our overreactions yeah. of the preseason. I have my, my first but, overreaction. There it is, ba- preseason overreaction. Nice job, Jane. So, yeah. Fire away. Yeah. Mark because Jackson, it, shut the hell up. Oh, Alfred is, Payton was the reason for the Knicks turnaround? Let's... Like, 
the fuck out of here. Okay. Isn't that, is that a preseason overreaction or just a Mark Jackson reaction that we all have every time Mark Jackson calls a game? All right, whatever. It was in the preseason, so I'm going to use that as my preseason overreaction. <laughs> to me, that's just Mark Jackson talking basketball to me. It's going to turn around the Suns. I mean, yesterday was a bad day. Did he for... say that exactly? No. Oh, no. I was like, I missed. No, he said that. he was. A, he doesn't get enough credit for turning the Knicks around. Like Brooke couldn't even play in the playoffs. What are you talking about? I, I, I just, I love, I love how bad of broadcasting we got yesterday. We had to listen to Mark Sanchez talk about whatever oh. the heck he was talking about during the Cardinals game. And then we got Mark Jackson talking about whatever the hell he was talking about in the, in the Suns game. And then did you guys notice how lazy the, gra- like it's preseason for ESPN's <laughs> graphic people too. It was like the most basic, like, yeah. like I saw the one you tweeted. Oh, it's so like, even the cutting out of, of people was like Photoshop one Oh one. It was like, they, they even went, Oh wait, this game's on our air tonight. Oh crap. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> Oh, it's on it's on ESPN too. That's fine. Like, nobody cares. ESPN? Like nobody cares no, about preseason, preseason basketball. Like I dude, only listen. I appreciate the fact that these guys have to get some reps. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Well, look, there are a few things I care about, but we'll get into that in the second the subject in the, in the second segment of the show today, but overreactions in general, right? To preseason my biggest one right now, and I hope it's just an overreaction, is Devin Booker, Booker ain't playing, and that concerns me because does he have long-lasting COVID? Is there something else going on with Book right now? LeBron James ain't playing either. Are you talking about that? LeBron James isn't playing so, at all? Well, Monty like, was asked about Devin today at practice, like literally 30 minutes ago, and he just said he hasn't done – Five on five to the level they need him to in order to get on the floor. Why not, though? But he said it's because it's more about conditioning and timing with him than playing in the preseason. Because Devin has played in enough preseason games throughout his career that it's not a big deal for them. And he's concerned with him progressing the right way after dealing with COVID than to toss him in a few preseason games to get some reps. Just making sure they're approaching it from health first is he good, all the way good, and even if he is, like, let's do it slowly instead I, of just, like, I get tossing that. him to the fire. But overreaction is, are, is there something more to this? Oh, right. Which Sorry, is, I forgot yeah, we were like, doing overreactions. No, but, no, but I, I appreciate <laughs> that because that's context. But for me, the overreaction is, well, crap. There is, is, is an this, issue. Is there okay. an issue? So this is your overreaction. This is my overreaction yes. is... We haven't seen Devin Booker, and in my head, we okay. all talked about the mileage he put on this summer, uh, both going to the finals into July, then hanging straight to uh, to Team USA, mm-hmm. you know, and then misses training camp with COVID. That that's my overreaction. Is, is there more here? Is no. this? Do we find out on on opening night? Oh, Landry Shamit starting opening night too because. Devin Booker isn't ready, and and there's something else. I on. will overreact when that happens. Yeah, I just I'm not I'm not one of those people, or I try not to be one of those people that worries about things that you have no idea about a week and a half ahead of time. So you know, that's so, my underreaction is this is no. But big I deal. understand the overreaction though, because it could be cause for concern to an extent 
not so much like the the heavy load he's been carrying basketball wise, but the COVID situation. Because you could go all the way back to the finals when Chris Paul came back from his COVID situation. Did that play into maybe how tired he was in that final series? Yeah, I love that Saul just completely crapped on the entire premise of this uh, this segment. He's like, I don't re- overreact to things. So, uh, so, so to hell with this whole thing. <laughs> Hey. Well, I mean, I think the fair part about doing an overreaction yeah. is that we can, like, like we can calm the people says, who are maybe overreacting. Exactly. Lotone Capone said, everything in moderation, including overreaction. Yes. I, I agree. But when the premise is yes. preseason overreactions, let's have a few overreactions. I just, just I kinda, you guys provide the overreaction, <laughs> and I will balance it. The force. All right, Lindsay, do you have a preseason overreaction? No, but I can read you some tweets from people who do. I mean, I have more because I tend to be a pessimist. Okay, so you I, do it. Then. You want me to keep going? Well, I'll throw out one. I'll throw out one. So from our PHNX underscore Suns Twitter today, you tweeted out, what are your Suns preseason overreactions so far? I'm going to tr- – shoot, I don't even know. I'll do this one. Our second team is best in the league. I don't think I'm that's second, an overreaction. I think that's a proper reaction to what we've seen. I like our second unit so far. I have no complaints. Zero complaints. <laughs> no praise either. Saul, Saul is just adding so much. <laughs> oh, I'm, just, I'm just, hey, I'm letting you. I thought, I thought we were just giving these quick little quips as she keeps, keeps on reading. I think, I think Did that, I read the room wrong? <laughs> I think that is absolutely not an overreaction. I think there's actually an argument to be made. I, I didn't overreact one. to the overreaction. Okay. I thought that was an appropriate Saul is, response. Saul is appropriately okay. reacting. All the right. next one <laughs> from Matthew Lissy. It just says Aiden. I, I think that is fair because Twitter is both over and uh, overreacting on both sides of the fence to DeAndre Ayton. He's not worth it or he's worth Pay getting him. paid or there's going to be some massive problem. That Ayton in general is an overreaction. If you don't think Ayton should be paid, you're not a Suns fan. Well, you don't know basketball. I'd go that far. Ooh, you don't know ooh. basketball if you think Aiton shouldn't, shouldn't get paid the max. Shots fired. Wow. And you, okay. can, you can slide into my DMs. You can slide into my mentions. You can show up here at the studio if you disagree. No, 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 for a preseason game, anyway, Twitter did have a, a very fun reaction to DeAndre's three yesterday. Well, it should. I mean, if he, if he starts hitting those on a regular basis, I, which I still don't think he should be shooting them, but whatever, that's just me. Uh, if he hits those on a regular basis, that would be great. Then, then that changes. That that's another dynamic to his game that uh, that just helps and keeps keeps defenses honest. Yeah. I think then you're going to see some handling from him too if they if they overplay him at the three point line. I think you're see him, move, you know, drive into the paint too, which will be exciting as well. But I, Aiton is Aiton is an overreaction regardless of what kind of yeah. season preseason regular post Aiton is is an overreaction. Anything else fun in the chat? About, um, about so those were from Twitter. There's one in the chat. Well, there's two in the chat. So Ty started off the show saying if Jalen Smith plays more. We'll see him uh, start to really come into his own stock skyrocketing. 
That is definitely an overreaction. I just, I don't see Jalen Smith getting enough minutes unless something goes horribly wrong for a stock to be skyrocketing. And I still think he's a a key part in what we keep hearing when it comes to Thaddeus Young. If there's a deal to be made, Jalen Smith is a guy that's leaving. As well. I like Lotone Capone. Never apply the dine and dash method when dealing with your roster. <laughs> very true. That is a very good. So, that is a very good. And I would talk. assume that Jalen Smith would be part of that dine and dash if you think that he's the flavor of the month and it's going to be long lasting because it's not. So it's like Eg's once a month, different flavor. Eg's is bomb. It is bomb. Um, Monty did talk about Jalen a little bit in practice today as well, and he said he's always anxious to see how he plays each night to see what carries over from either the last game or the last practice. And he did also say that in their next game on Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yes. yeah. He may try something different. He's that He alluded to the fact that we might see a lot more of Jalen. Yeah, because he's not going to play DeAndre, I well, think is what they're saying. Yeah, they're gonna, but I mean, it's still fun to watch him, right? Look, my problem with Jalen is most of those minutes are coming in the fourth quarter of a preseason game where the Lakers or whoever you're playing – are playing their guys that likely won't be in the league, their camp bodies, right. their end-of-the-bench guys. So what am I really seeing? Just like Summer League, I expect Jalen Smith to have big stats in Summer League because of the competition he's playing against. He was the 10th yeah. pick. My my thing is, if you see him in actual meaningful NBA minutes, that's going to be the marker. Then we're going to understand what he can provide. But fourth quarters, late third, early fourth quarters in a preseason game, I couldn't give a crap what your stat line is. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the conundrum with Jalen Smith is that he's he's never going to get his opportunity until he can prove in practice and, and other times that he's worthy of the opportunity. And Jalen Smith, everybody, it's again, Jalen Smith is suffering right now uh, of the curse of the backup quarterback. It's... We don't see him in the in the in the big games. We don't see him in like basically any regular season games that, that are worth anything. But people automatically assume that he might be the better option than what you have out there, and that's just not the case. It, it, he doesn't play for a reason, mm -hmm. and you're seeing it. Yeah, I don't know that I would say he's a better option than what you have out there. No, he is sure. Uh, look, uh, here's another overreaction for you. Javale McGee's passing is going to make Cam Johnson. A potential six man of the year. JaVale McGee. Have you seen the connection these two guys have together? They He did have a really nice pass to him last night. He's done it numerous games now where he's hitting Cam Johnson on backdoor cuts. Those are guys that are going to play on that second unit. I think that JaVale is going to help make Cam better. Why? Why is that a push the mic away moment? I don't think that's an overreaction. Oh, sure, sure. I think he will help make Cam better, and I don't think any. They even talk. Okay, I have all the things. I'm Gerald this week. <laughs> I have all the things from practice. Somebody read gophnx.com. Um, coach has talked very glowingly about Javale's passing ability. Mm -hmm. And JaVale said last night after the game that it's something that's always been a part of his game. It just hasn't been utilized. The opportunity hasn't been there from other teams that he's been on. But he actually enjoys doing that because he's not, he said, he's not a selfish player. So if he has the ability to be able to facilitate, he's going to do it. Yeah, well, be, careful, be careful what you wish for because you know what's going to happen. It's going to be game one, and my man's going to grab a rebound and just take it. I'm not saying he Showtime. should. Showtime. I'm, I'm not saying he should be running point and 
But I'm saying if he gets the ball at the top of the key and there's motion in that point five second offense and he's finding Cam Johnson and they build that connection, that's going to be important. I just find it very hard minute. to believe that at this point of his career, all of a sudden he's developed a new skill at this point. He's but been in the, the league for over a decade. It may not have been a new skill. It just wasn't utilized. You don't by... think that the Golden State Warriors who are based off of motion and movement would not have used JaVale's passing ability at all? I mean, you would think they would. You, th- you would, right? That's my point. I guess we'll find out. I, they, I guess we will find out. He sat in Cleveland when they utilized it. And I didn't watch a whole lot of JaVale McGee film from Cleveland before the episode. I apologize. What? You know, I didn't do that. Sorry to the to the PHNX uh, uh, viewers and listeners out there. but No, like, Gerald, we do not miss you. Gerald in the chat. Aww, you guys miss me yet or Gerald. not? No, we're good, Gerald. Yeah. Gerald, I miss you. <laughs> They're come, only, come the only one. The we, only one. Well, you we, know why? Because I don't know if you guys pick up on it when we have all four of us, but Gerald and I constantly have like it's like, uh, what's that thing? Like telepathy? ESP or whatever. Yeah. And you guys because do the production you guys meeting. make jokes and Gerald and I have other jokes about your jokes because we either, A, don't get what you're saying at all, or we can pick up, like, remember a couple of weeks ago you were like, you said cool like a hundred times. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Yeah. We had a joke because Brooklyn Nine-Nine, that's a thing. That's and what so, it is. Yeah, I know. That's what we said. But, like, we have this thing because we talked <laughs> so, about Brooklyn Nine-Nine wait, wait. earlier in the year, so that's, like, our so, thing. So, Gerald, anyway. Gerald, Lindsay misses you. <laughs> Saul and I apparently have our own vibe going on. And yeah, and then you guys have your own sideshow. We do. On. Maybe but we should you, just rotate the show. But you guys show. have the sideshow about the show that's rela- re- relating to your show. <laughs> yeah. Gerald, there's come. a disconnect here. But then even so, in like the Manscaped, like I had my friends text me and they're like, this Manscaped read is hilarious, especially you and Gerald just sharing awkward glances back at each other, back and forth. All right, Gerald, guess yeah. who's doing it? Gerald. So, Gerald, yeah, guess who's doing the Manscaped read from now on, buddy? Without, without us Thanks, reading Linz. it, there's nothing to, but to make awkward glances about. So I thought, I think your friend's just like us. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, okay. Totally. Uh, Gerald, like, we miss you. I feel you. like, That's I feel like we just got like eliminated from the cool kid party or something like no, that. No, well, it's, it's our not own that. Squid game, and we've been we've been shot in the back. It's like <laughs> fucking high school prom all over again, man. I don't know what's going what on. What happened at your high school? Yeah, prom? seriously, I, it, was, just, it was not a good experience. I went as friends five different times to five different proms. I never had an actual date. So. I yeah. yeah anyways, uh, we're going way off the rails. <laughs> anyway, I feel talk, bad for you, man. We have one more. Okay. From Gavin in the chat, he said, "Hot take: Landry Shamit for Sixth Man of the Year." I, no. I. I, I we will discuss Landry Shamit in depth after we do some awkward ad reads. I promise okay. you. We'll, promise we'll you that. that. Like but again, minutes. I don't. I don't know that that's necessarily an overreaction. I think there's, depending on how that second unit gels, there's an opportunity. I just think there. that this this in nature is an overreaction because we're talking about preseason basketball that's the point that's preseason the point. basketball like, everything is it do you know how many times we get to the regular season and shit just practice. changes all over the place you know, you know what isn't an overreaction oh my god the fact that DraftKings is the number one sports book app in america no overreaction there that is a hundred percent true i'm pretty sure scientifically proven uh do your own research if you want so uh, let's say uh, Let's talk about the uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The I had fun this weekend. I won two hundred and twenty five bucks by predicting that James Conner would score the first touchdown in that Cardinals game, and uh, I love I love those random first touchdown bets because the odds are like 
sky high that you're going to get it right, but you don't have to put that much money to make a make a decent bet. And I guessed factually or guessed pretty well on that one. I I was happy when Rondell Moore didn't get the get the touchdown because my boy James Conner got to go in the end zone. There. I was this close to winning a pretty penny on the Fury Wilder fight this weekend. I had the tenth round and the twelfth round covered. I was oh right God. there. I was like, you should have just covered all your your bases. There. I had I had under uh, eleven rounds, which I didn't realize that for the over, it was ten and a half. So when they went to the eleventh round, I thought I lost, but I didn't. I didn't realize that. That was some. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So I won that bet, but I would have won three hundred dollars if if Wilder would have won the fight. Because I did, I took him as the underdog, and I was like, "Okay, cool." But so, was I the winner of the weekend? Like, I was apparently. like, "Sweet, wait, Shane, sweet, sweet I'm trying to figure out how to do it on my app, and I'm I'm a little confused because it takes me a minute to find things. Can you look and see what the six man of the year Landry Shamit um, odds are? I don't believe yeah, I'll check right he's right. even on there. Beyond there, that's how little people think of his odds Cam- to win six man of the year. Campaign was on there, actually. Right have that one, but I don't believe Landry Shamit was actually on there for I feel like I put that bet down on campaign. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. I think we both did on the show. So, uh, look, uh, DraftKings is easy, safe, reliable. You can get your money out quickly, which when you have a big win, that's always nice. Uh, I did not take the misses out uh, with some of that sweet, sweet cash this weekend. Uh, lots of kids' birthday parties, but I'm going to do that next weekend. And if you want the opportunity to take your significant other out, why not just go bet $1 on any NFL game this weekend, and you're going to get $100 of either team scores a point. 1943 was the last 0-0 tie in the NFL. I believe that was before the forward pass was popular. So I'm pretty sure you're getting a free $100 if you use that code PHNX when you sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I highly recommend it. It is made NFL Sunday, uh, college football Saturday, and cricket in the morning on a Monday. That much more interesting when you gamble with the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app, 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restric- restrictions apply. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you need help with sports betting on GoPHNX, we have a bets show where they can break things down for you, give you some uh opinions on maybe what you should or shouldn't do they kind of just help you hold your hand along the way as you get your feet wet into sports betting so if you guys want to check out that content just head on over to gophnx.com and become a member today i actually highly recommend watching on thursdays that's the on day thursdays? that's the day shane has off mm. so the bet the bet advice gets even better on you're thursdays. wrong it's on wednesdays wednesday damn i oh, so wednesdays fun. are wednesdays. the best day for last week it was thursday i'm sorry so yes, we're always trying to throw people under the bus i gotta give shane a hard time i was on fire last yeah. week so the deep had the deep and lock do last week i don't want to talk about it all right Aww. the deep and lock not a lock last week well check you know it out. It's it's gambling. Nobody wins all the time. So if you it is do, it is. please tell us your secret. Seriously, <laughs> come teach us. Um, but if you become a member at gophnx.com, you can also get your hands on a free T-shirt when you sign up for the annual membership from our PHNX locker room. You can see all of those T-shirts at phnxlocker.com. 
And um, if you're a member, you also get a deal of the week every week. And I believe this week is still 20% off all PHNX branded uh, merchandise. So check that out again at phnxlocker.com if you are already a member and you haven't taken advantage of that yet. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the newcomers here. All right. You know, we've talked about uh, the offseason a bit, but I know it's just preseason, so you could file this as an overreaction if if you want. But I feel like JaVale McGee, Landry Shamit are exactly what this Suns team needed to add in the offseason. A guy that gives you some of the intangibles that Langston Galloway and Etwan Moore provided, but I think that will give you more consistent minutes. You get a big man uh, as a backup to DA that can do a lot of DA things, obviously not at the same level, but gives that second unit a rim runner that you can that you can play with. Uh, a guy who I mentioned has some passing, so I can disagree on that. And then we talked briefly about uh, Landry Shamit's passing ability as well last week that that I don't think was uh, as advertised as uh, as it should have been. Overall, I'm excited to see what these guys can do with the second unit. I, those two guys, one of the overreactions on Twitter was this could be the best or this is the best bench in the NBA. I think they have a chance to be ha- having seen both Shamit and, and McGee play in this offensive system in the preseason. I think I think when you replace Saric, for for example, with a JaVale McGee, and then you bring in Landry Shamit, I feel like the 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 pieces that you're replacing the starting unit with are are similar, is is what I'll say. So when you mm-hmm. take out like Devin Booker or, or Mikhail, you got you bring in Landry Shamit, okay, similar skill sets. Maybe obviously when you're talking about Booker, it's not the same type of scoring uh, ability, but the ability to shoot, dribble, um, and then obviously with Javel and Da, they're they're very similar in, in terms of being a rim protector, um, a defensive, you know, a high defensive IQ, and that's what you're looking for. So I think the drop off is not as significant as the rest of the league's drop off would be from from unit one to unit two. So I would agree in in that context that the Suns definitely have a very solid bench coming into the season. I agree. And they've said it all throughout training camp. Like when the second unit comes in, they shouldn't miss a beat. It should be just kind of continuously running their games, their plays, their system within that second unit as well. If you look at that second unit that the Suns are running out there, I don't think it's crazy to say that second unit could have beaten a handful of Suns teams over the last decade. That's how good... I think the talent is there compared to some of the teams that we saw. That's how how solid I feel about Unit Two coming in and, and dispelling the uh, the starters, uh, giving them the break when they do. I mean, campaign is very good as a backup point guard. Landry Shamit now is is scoring that you're going to have. Cam Johnson is arguably and and we have argued this in the past a, a borderline starter in this league. JaVale McGee has started previously in this league. I mean, that is that is a solid unit mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, absolutely. I Again, like, I, I think James Jones did a very good job of kind of reassessing what the team needed overall, not just because of their finals loss, some of the deficiencies that they had uh, going through the playoffs. 
Um, Saric, while he he was good and he was serviceable, um, on the offensive le- end, he was he was he was good. He was you know he was just good. He wasn't great. He wasn't you know superstar level, but he was good. He did what he was asked. He was serviceable for yes. sure. Um, but when you bring in somebody like a Javale McGee, I do believe that he gives you the ability to to have easier buckets, especially when you throw the ball up high to him because we've seen that so far, and. If his passing is as good as advertised in the preseason, then maybe it, it will open up things for everybody else. The only difference between Saric and Javel is Saric does have the ability a little bit better to create his own shot down low as opposed to Javel, who really has to rely on his his length because he's not really a dribbler and, um, and, and a space maker, if you will. Well, what you lose there, you're gaining on the defensive end, yeah. like you said, because, no, no. I mean, if – if I had to watch another second unit just body up, uh, you know, uh, Dario in the post and not have an answer to that, I was going to scream. Like it, uh, James Jones looked at it and and saw what all of us saw that you needed a big body that could actually play play some defense on that second unit, and they got it with Javale. Long John Silver eighty five in the chat says, "How much does Dooley play?" Um, Let me know what your answer is going to be. Yeah, um, I. <laughs> I mean, he's going to play as much as sticks, in my opinion. But that's what I, my my mo would be. I actually think he will play some small forward I'm with sure the second second unit because, I mean, he came in and he played after he'd missed months and played know, in the playoffs. So and and they brought him back. We know just that Monty Williams it. likes him, so he's going to play with that second unit. Uh, something, but <laughs> he's also a guy that could go. Weeks he could go into that Langston Galloway, uh, Etwan Moore role as well, where weeks go by and you don't see him, and all of a sudden he plays so what's, minutes what's, as well. Okay, so let's let's be real right now. Okay, so you, you might play Dooley. What's more important? And I'm not a big Sticks fan, and I don't think you know Sticks should see a lot of playing time. But what's more important, developing Sticks or playing Dooley? Whatever the hell's going to get you yeah, wins. Whatever one, uh, whoever's who's ever got a hot hand. Yeah. I mean, we got to think about like, you know, long term, right? You have to think it in those contexts. You have to be able to play Jalen Smith at least somewhat to create some value there, especially if you have hopes that you're going to be able to trade him for anybody in the league. Like we've been talking about um, that that young. If you don't if you don't see Jalen Smith on the court at all, that means that the Suns don't value him and they're a good team. And then that means nobody else is going to value him either. No, the other 29 GMs and coaches in the league uh, act like a lot of people act in relationships. I can fix them. And they think no matter who the guy is, if there's talent there, I can but fix But Sticks hasn't him. shown anything that's like been like, oh, my God, like there's in, the flash. He hasn't even shown flashes. He's just been okay. In, in college he did. In summer league, he has. I think there's always a general manager and coach out there that'll go, I can turn that guy into something. The Suns just don't know what they're doing. I, I, I've seen some of the some of the, the footage of, of Jalen Smith in college, and I just thought he was a good player. I didn't think he was just like – he never showed me flashes that he was going to be unbelievable. Like Cam Johnson, for instance, right? He comes in and everybody thinks he's a 3 and D guy, but every now and then he gives you a flash – of something that you're like, oh, okay, there's something there. Jalen hasn't done that at all, and so that's where I'm at with him. Do you see that? Are we acknowledging this uh, oh, this comment? Grim, come on, bro. 
Scrooge has sticks no, played I mean, better I'm not, than DA. I'm not on get what hot. planet? I'll get hot. On what planet has sticks ever played better than DA? Not this He'll one. He'll only succeed if he's playing the five, Long John Silver. But sticks isn't even tall enough to play the five. He's six ten. I mean, if you're he playing, looks, if you play Dario at the five, he feels shorter than 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 six ten. You though. freaking played Dario at the five. Yeah, but not because you I wanted mean, to; it's because you had to. Well, but they did it. Like you I, have Javel now, so between Javel and Aiden, you're not going to play him at the five. I I agree. You were not gonna not gonna see him there, but like I oh, okay last, last night, night. Okay, that's one one preseason you left a key game. Detail out like, there, sticks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Grim. That that it makes a little bit more sense. Last night, fine. In a, a meaningless preseason game. played better than Da his sophomore year in college. Uh, that's because DeAndre Aiden never made it to his sophomore year in college. Look, look again. Jalen Smith plays really well in the fourth quarter of preseason games. Keep it in context. Go look at who else who else they're it's playing. It's all good, Grim. We the, still love you. We've shaved it. We've shaved our commenters into a pop. Thank you for the context and thank you for watching. Look, I. What's wrong? Bre Brendan just said, "What's wrong with having just a good player?" Nothing's because wrong with nothing having wrong that. With that because in my be, because you have a lot of good players out there already that have more experience and and maybe more versatile skill sets. That's why when you're just a good player, you might not see the court with this particular Suns team. But, but, but we started from. Nader and Jalen Smith. Mm -hmm. So if it's between the two of them, that's where this whole thing started from, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's okay for one of them to just be a good player. Yes. True. In in, in limited minutes, which is what these guys are going to get, just a good player is fine. The, to your point, Lindsay, this is about what guy gets you a W. What guy can play those six minutes that are going to be out there that need to be played that doesn't hurt you, that does the th little things that keeps your lead there or helps you extend a lead when you come in off the L bench. Long John Silver, of course, of course, Stick said that he's more comfortable playing at the five because when he's playing at the five, he's not playing against AD. He's playing against the scrub from the Lakers that's riding the bench. DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Look, I, I just – I'm with you, Lindsay. Whatever guy gives you, gives you the ability – to win, and I think in most cases that's going to be Dooley. Well, I mean, we'll find out if he's not if he's not showing up. I'm sure that Monty wouldn't hesitate to toss Jalen in there a few times throughout the year and see if he does. Well, Monty's proved he'll try anybody. Yeah. If if things aren't working, I Are mean, we go to a triple tower lineup. Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, I'm saying let's put Javel, Da, and Sticks all in there at the same time. If it gets Booker and CP, let's go. Put, put Frank in there too. Double lobs like get, NBA jams. I, I want campaign. I would Frank. love to see that though. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> campaign Frank, uh, Jalen Smith, uh, McGee, and Da. Let's just go. Let's I'm, just go. Saying, Lob City, right? It there just, you go. That's it. it. Why not? Just maybe, go over the top of the defense all the way down the court. Maybe that's what we're going to see in, in the preseason game on Wednesday. Wednesday. Maybe that's what Monty was talking about. It's maybe. all. It's, it's not, all. It won't be Lob City. It'll be Log City because <laughs> it'll be tragic. I. Look, we're we're splitting hairs here. The minutes that Dooley or Jalen Smith are going to get are going to be so limited unless there's an injury, which is always the caveat. One of these guys may have to step up if there's an injury, and that's when it'll be that's when it'll be troubling. Yeah. <laughs> because then one of these guys is not going to have to just be uh, serviceable 
they're going to have to actually play significant minutes. And that's the way this roster is constructed. It, there's depth, but as with any team, if there's an injury, it's next man up. And that's where those two guys will become, uh, become important at that point. You know, is, you know what else is important? Trimming your balls. Yes, absolutely. Are you gonna are you gonna start it or you? No, want, go ahead. I, I, I was it, just setting you up. It is it is important, and uh, you know, a manscaped is a fine product. The lawnmower 4.0. You're not. It's the Cadillac of taking care of your boys, right? If if you don't want to look like a reverse Cam Johnson down there, you know, and you want to you want to trim, you don't you don't want the the puff. But right? you do want to look like a reverse Cam Johnson down. No, there. you don't want. I'm saying. Oh Cam's no, head. we are not getting into that. Let's just put a hard <laughs> pause right like there. Cam Johnson down there would be like all the, the, the hair. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> well, no. If it, you want a couple of Adam Silvers, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. In, your, in your shorts, you Manscaped can help you with that. No nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts, as our friend Petey on the Coyotes says. If you. <laughs> If you want to look like Adams, uh, two Adam Silvers down there, or or two Charles Barkleys, whatever whatever your preference is, you know, you can get the lawnmower 4.0 and, and shave down there, and your your friends, uh, those kind of friends, yes, your friends with benefits will thank you uh, for sure. Plus spritzers, you know, we got thank you, Berto, the, the ball spritz, I mean, mm-hmm. a fantastic if you want to smell and feel good as well they have all sorts of products that are fantastic for your nether regions go to manscape.com use the code phnx and you're going to save 20 percent. you're going to get free shipping and that's you know the holidays are coming up and who doesn't want to share the gift of feeling better about yourself right so go to manscape.com pick up a gift for your significant other somebody special in your life, use the code PHNX, get 20% off, and free shipping. I, I haven't read any of the comments. I'm betting they're they're good, though. No, no they're actually no. kind of funny. Manscaped like, can make Espo's face look like Peter Griffin. No. Berto <laughs> said this is a hell of an ad read, so. Uh, look at that. Good job, guys. Berto, that's right. Uh, yes. Good job. Manscaped could look, look make me look like Peter Griffin, and if you get that joke, uh, there's, there's a great uh, family guy joke about that hey how'd these get here and uh, anyways so that is a manscape go to go to go as well become part of the family uh get some of the best written content in the valley there exclusively we've got craig morgan Jer bourget saul's written once which was spectacular we need to get him to write more it was it was i don't it was have good. time well, I know because you're the GM, but I'm telling you, it was good. Even even that one piece of content was good. But so, Sean's right. We should talk about the Mercury right now since yeah, it is so Mercury Sean Monday. And, and we do apologize. And listen, like usually I'm the one that, that requests a player for Mondays, but I I definitely felt like, first of all, the WNBA absolutely effed the Mercury yes. and WNBA and basketball as a whole because giving those ladies less than 48 hours after a grueling five game series to turn around and come back and play in game one was absolute dog shit. I will just say that right now. WNBA, I hope you're hearing me because that is just trash. Everything about this, I'm about to go on a tangent. Everything about this Mercury run has been trash. 
Number one, sitting them over in GCU because you don't have a court for them to play in. Their home court's not available. And then shoveling them off over to uh, uh, ASU. ASU. I forgot what their – Desert Financial, thank you. Their arena. Um, it's just been so low bar. Like the fact that they couldn't find a way for to make this all work. The Suns had to move their game so that way they could accommodate – the and Mercury. on Wednesday for the finals. Exactly. Too. Yeah. How, how just, does the league not work with I, the I teams? don't even understand how this is all happening, but hey, I'm glad that we have a franchise in the Suns that does appreciate the WNBA and, and, and the Mercury. And I'm sure the players are advocating for that because they're sitting courtside and they're they're showing up to the games. They were in Vegas to watch a lot of these games. So listen, uh because of that, I didn't feel like it was right to try and ask somebody to take some of their time off to come over here onto this show as much as I think they would have been willing to do it um, because, hey, you know what? They need some time. They need some time to regroup, refresh, get their legs back underneath them, take their mind off of things, and get ready to go for Wednesday because game two is going to be very, very important for them. Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, when it's a five-game series, you can't afford to go uh, going an 0-2. Somebody was going to finger snap or something like that. <laughs> There you go. Thank you. Weird <laughs> poetry jam that we're now yes. in. Look, look, you're right, though. And I don't understand either why WNBA Finals is, is your marquee event, right? Mm-hmm. Should and be. you decide to start it on an NFL Sunday. Like, At you're 12. giving no advantage whatsoever when you start in the mm. middle of an NFL Sunday in, in a market. Like, I, I get it. You wanted to be on ABC, but that that just does no favors to this game that deserves to have as None. many eyes as possible on it. You're, you're not going to – listen, even the most avid Mercury fan should understand that you're not going to beat the NFL on that day. Like, it's just it just never happens. So I, I just do not understand that whatsoever. I know other entities sometimes try to go up against the NFL because they think their shit doesn't stink, and that's not the case. Like, that, that's just not a battle you ever want to take on. You have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to take care of it. Like it's just well, ugh. and I'll, I get the idea of alternate programming, but when what the WME finals can do is be a gateway to a larger group of people yes. watching the women's game, and it should be. Well, listen, that's been an argument for literally ever. Everyone's saying, "Oh, the ratings are bad. The ratings are bad." Well, you're not even putting it on TV where people can have easy access to watch it, and the times that you do within good time slots, the ratings are great. The demand to watch it is there. You just make it so impossibly hard Mm -hmm. to find it or for people who only have special plus sports packages. (laughs) So it's just like the demand is there. You guys are just dropping the ball on your end of things by supplying it. And and Sean in the the comments says it's all based on TV time slot contracts. That's it. I get that. But. Then you got to negotiate a better, deal. better TV yeah. deal. And, th- and those 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 negotiated time slots are happen before the season starts. Yeah, each year, like they 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 get a certain amount of time slots, but those but those time slots are not allotted until the beginning of the season, and then they say, okay, this is where we're going to set them in. So they know where they're going to fall in. So they knew game one of the finals was going to happen yesterday. Like they knew that in advance. That's why I think it's trash because they knew it was also on an NFL Sunday. Yeah, and uh, look, to your point, the Mercury deserved more rest than they got. It's like every year hockey tries to go up against the Super Bowl. Like, what the? Yeah. What? But in in this particular case, they didn't give them the opportunity for rest. So 
of course a team that had injuries that they're battling yeah. with with the league's premier player the the player that they named the greatest of all time in their 25 seasons uh was put at a disadvantage simply because of scheduling because she is hurting. And then you ask her to turn around. And of course you're going to have uh, issues there. I and mean, she'll never admit that. No, no, Which, no, I don't. I wouldn't think any athlete would actually come out and be like, man, we're no. just tired. No, nor no, should no they have ever going to we'll do that. it for her yeah, because the, that's trash. Yeah. The league should be protecting them in those cases and giving them the best opportunity to put the best product out there. Like that's, that's league and marketing 101. They should put them in that situation. And I get it because it was a COVID uh, strange schedule this year as well. And the NBA got shifted. Some of that happens, but they, they should have put this sport in the, the best position to succeed. Look, yeah. I'm not overly worried about the game one loss, to be frank. I, I think you can chalk it up to to that i mean we're looking at a five six matchup here it's why the mercury have home court advantage these two teams both went through uh in chicago and, and phoenix both went through uh, the those single elimination games then had to fight against top seeds just to get here so uh, i'm sure chicago's tired as well i think the mercury will come out play spectacularly on wednesday in front of their home crowd even up this series uh, and and then it's going to be all about can they go on the road to Chicago and take a game to regain home court? Uh, like I said in, in my pick of the week last week, when you look at this Mercury roster, there's too much talent here for them not to. I uh, Chicago with Candace Parker uh, is also very talented, but I just think the Mercury have too much top-tier talent not to find a way to pull it out. I agree. I would take that bet. I still am kicking myself that I didn't take them at plus 900 to win the championship. Right. When I had the opportunity. That would have been nice. That was sitting there. You know what also was nice? The DraftKings Sportsbook app. <laughs> you can uh, bet $1 on any NFL game this weekend. You're going to get $100 in free bets that you could put down for the Mercury uh, on Wednesday or a Mercury comeback to win the entire series. I, I, I'm sure you could make some scratch off that. You can bet on Suns Futures bets. We've done that on the show. There's all sorts of things that you can use those free $100 bets uh, on. You're going to be able to have some fun on that DraftKings Sportsbook app when you use the code PHNX when you sign up. at uh, When you first sign up, you're going to get that offer it's if any nfl team that you bet on or, or either team in the game scores at least one point you're going to get that hundred dollars in free bets so highly recommend that also highly recommend signing up for go phnx guys i think we've come to the end of the program any final thoughts before we get out of here today man i just can't wait for the season to start <laughs> it is preseason for us as well I man think. yeah I'm with you. It'll be nice once the season starts and we can get past like the preseason shenanigans. But on Wednesday, we do have some pretty cool things we're rolling out. Um, our player previews for the our season preview stuff uh, will start rolling out on Wednesday, which uh, you guys can all check out as well. We may even, if we get them all edited, we may we may drop one tomorrow. Who knows? We but we we're breaking down every player on the Suns roster, uh, even Chandler Hutchinson. He will be there. Every player on the Suns roster is getting a player preview. Uh, Gerald, please come back soon because we need your help to wrap those up. We need your uh, your stat mind to 
to help analyze some of these, but it, we're having a fun time with those. A fun little, uh, I'll just give it away, an NBA Jam themed uh, look and feel to those as well. So those will be up on the PHNX Sports YouTube page where you can get them there. We'll also pump them uh, on social media as well. So make sure you're following at PHNX underscore sports and also make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and also check out all of Gerald's great player preview written content on GoPHNX. Dot com. Uh, also, shout out Long John Silver won eight hundred dollars last week. His first time using DraftKings. Nice. That's a solid yeah. week. Man, not guaranteed uh, to win, but when you do, that's that's nice. That's yeah, a nice little absolutely. Uh, Long John, congratulations. Uh, we... uh, Grim Ripper, DA needs to play like he deserves the max. He played like he deserved the max in the NBA Finals. That's all I care about. Look, you don't you don't want him to play like that I don't in the give preseason. A shit what he does in the preseason. <laughs> you know, in, in the preseason, yeah. Uh, Look, that that's another thing. We got we got T minus seven days until that deadline on those max deals, uh, on the max deal for DA, the contract extension for McHale. And we're hearing crickets right now. That's why don't on Wednesday we do like a internal bet type of thing. I don't know. You some chain has to help out with this because I don't have the knowledge to do this. But some sort of a bet thing on. Or whatever, what day? You know, like they do the baby shower right. things. Like if you pick the right day, the kid is uh, born on. What day we think so, that yeah. he's gonna get the max? So July of uh, 2022. Well, is, I'm uh, not taking July because I don't want it to be July. <laughs> I'm gonna try and manifest this into. Look, it, if it happens, it's probably the 18th. Well, it's let, gonna we be the la- very uh, fine. Well, on on Wednesday's show, we will we will bet on what day. Uh, DA will get his contract extension, yeah, and we'll I call think... it eight and watch twenty twenty one, like Jonathan. Well, that's like that's what Jam Session that, does. I, I mean, I do miss our Jam Session friends. Uh, eight and watch twenty twenty. Oh, sorry. Didn't big, know that. big shout out to Darth Voya yeah. and the and Matthew Lissy. Yeah. Sean miss in the guys, chat man. says Flex Appeal on Wednesday needs to bring some good DA contact contract news or it's going to suck <laughs> i hope he means not flex oh, appeal no. is going to suck but that is going to suck to not have good good da news <laughs> so we will ask our friend uh, flex from jersey on wednesday about the latest on the uh, on the mikhail bridges and deandre Ayton contract extension you know two people that that don't need contract extensions because they've got lifelong deals it's big time Lindsay Smith. Have I have a deal. lifetime deal with me. He said it. With with me. Said it. You both have <laughs> lifetime deals within my heart, not no. with the company. It's yes. on video. <laughs> not, not with the. Co- you think I can make contract deals with the company? You guys are sore, sorely, sorely. Uh, yeah, let me see that paperwork there, Espo. That's a no. Within my heart, as as members of the PHNX Sun Show, it's big time. Lindsay okay. Smith, follower on Twitter at. Lindsay Smith, AZ, Saul Bookman. I have not called you the Carmel Thunder from down under on this program. Yeah, because that was dude, from another show. Dude, and we we left that in the past. We don't need to bring Carmel Thunder back. No. No, we need it. the GM. The I reason why know. I was the Carmel Thunder from down under is because you and Dave used to be above and I used to be below. Yeah, so it made sense. Carmel but now Thunder just... still makes sense if you want it. No, no? I'm good. All right, I'm just going to call him the GM. You can follow him at Saul underscore Bookman. Maybe, maybe we should go the, back to that. The <laughs> underscore is there for all the paperwork he has to do because of the business side <laughs> of things. You can follow me at Espo. Follow the show at PHNX underscore Suns. We will talk to you tomorrow on our audio-only episode. Ahoy, hoy.